boys, gays, and everything in between, we are back with another episode of Who That Rises Up, Sports Talk with a Gay Twist. Um, again, you know, I'm, my name is Kenny Ray. I'm here with my good sister, Glenn Reeves. Uh, it's been a while, chick, you know. I'm tired of these fucking sabbaticals we keep taking. Like, we rich and got plenty, man. <laughs> Fuck. You know, like, life keeps coming at us hand over fist, but, it, you know. It does. But uh, we keep coming back, so, you know. We, with we the business and a, and a lot going on, first of all, from here here at Who That Rises, we would like to wish all gays, lesbians, trans people, um, uh, non-binary, anybody that's in our community, a happy pride. It has been right. a very eventful one. Um, you know, as we all used to say, pride did start with a riot. So, hey, what a way to go in and way to come out. So keep being prideful. But, hey, I've done NOLA Pride this year. I think Kenny has done. We were in Atlanta for a very interesting weekend for more than weekend. We'll get to that very shortly. <laughs> but uh, we uh, we do want to wish you guys a very, very happy pride. So keep doing what you're doing and keep loving like you're loving. Shout out uh, to any any listeners that we may be having, uh, have in Dallas because I've Came and visited visited y'all for uh, Dallas Pride, and your mama had a very very good time. <laughs> she had a massage. <laughs> I lived my best single life, and I'll just leave it at that. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, homo, she had a massage, and said, and then she told that fabulous lie. But I love my sister to death, bitch. If I was with, I'd have had a massage too. I guess. Um. That wasn't a lot. On that note, I guess you guys haven't really seen us since we were in Atlanta, Georgia for Memorial Day weekend. We had a uh, uh, Who That Rises Up reunion because we hadn't seen each other in about a good maybe three months because you had been here before that. Yeah, Um, I was was there. It was still cold when I was there. It was still cold when we saw it. So when we saw each other. um, But we were to get together and do what best friends do, that is show up and show out. Um, We went to the Braves game, which is an experience um, for him and I. Yeah. It was was was, fun, actually. It was almost nostalgic. I just forgot how much – it's been a while since I've been – and I I hadn't been to Truist Park, the new stadium. But it's just been a while since I've been in the ballpark and had a hot dog and just really – kind of took it all in and I, it was very nostalgic for me like I, I i didn't expect to get as emotional as i did well it's been nostalgic for me too as i walked around and bought every fucking thing i could possibly get in my damn hands on <laughs> did we spend some money <laughs> wait i looked at my debit card and say true it's park damn i had seven I, no i had 12 transactions from true i said bitch what did i, I had to go around my house i said well bitch you probably drank it so y- you're fine <laughs> to be fair, we did drink most of it but then i bought three hats um, I did too. I had like three hats. I I did do. I got I finally got my custom jersey, mm-hmm. but I ordered it online. I got the white one. It's fine. So we had a uh, we had a good time. The Braves did win that game. They did win. Yeah, we did win that game. It was yeah. good. I got to see my baby daddy dance. Bitch wants an old bless him with his fine ass. Um, <laughs> We got really drunk. I'm happy to report. I'm happy to report uh, to our audience that I did stop uh, my sister Glenn from throwing her panties on on the field. Yes, you did. <laughs> and we were in good left field. I could have. I was only six rows up, bitch. I could have made it in a good. I would have been one of them streakers. I still had clothes on though. But he got my drawers that day. Um, 
He didn't hit shit. He didn't hit worth a damn, but he still was fine. I, I'm in good view of the ass. So, I mean, man, at, this point, at this point, they, none of them are hitting for shit, like, recently. But, you know, it's like, no, they just took the – Freddie Freeman just took the – they helped him take the lead in Boston. I don't know what the fuck is happening. But with that being said, um, it was a very good time in Atlanta. It was always good to be around my sister, especially since she's moved back. Um, we, we had to – it was – Memorial Day weekend, nonetheless, so you guys can put together what you may of that. <laughs> uh, what you may of that. Uh, uh, from that, we had some interesting experiences. Um, some of us, so look, Kenny, some that we just go, things that make you go home, and some that goes, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yep. Like I was trying to hit on that 21-year-old boy. That was interesting. Ma'am, she was 19. Calm down. Uh, Listen. I, <laughs> ma'am, she was 19. Calm down. She told uh, me she was 21, and I'm sticking with that. She, lied. <laughs> she also said she was a stripper, and I said, well, time to go back across the street. <laughs> oh, she did say she was a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch said she was a stripper. I said, well, children, time to go back across the street. I guess I was just trying to help her get through college, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to, but you were trying to help her be on the paid program, huh? You always like a project. I love you, but that bitch said I'm a stripper. I said, oh. I just enjoy flirting with them. You did, but you honed in like a homing missile. That's why we're sisters, honey. I get it. I get it. <laughs> she went across the street and shook something across the front of Jason's deli, bitch. I said, well, get it, to <laughs> in front of the baked potato and salad place. I we doing new shit in Atlanta. <laughs> That ain't new in Atlanta. Look, if you ain't know. <laughs> Girl, all I'm telling you, bitches, you shook something. I said, well, get it, boo, get it. Um, speaking of Atlanta, uh, we do have some NBA basketball. Uh, my baby does of the week are quite interesting. One of them is uh, leading his team in the West. They did a complete sweep of the Denver Nuggets. Um, I'm quite proud. Of, I mean, they hadn't been in the playoffs in God knows how long. And, mm -hmm. uh, to say this is their reentry, this is their coming out party. Fuck that. Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns are doing a hell of a job, and they beat the um, Denver Nuggets to advance um, to advance to the Western Conference Finals. Yes, I was quite shocked about that. I wasn't, um, and I'm sure we'll get into that like uh, uh, deeper in the um, hits of the week. But Devin Booker is, I mean, he's a, he's a young guy um, and he benefited a lot from learning uh, from Chris Paul. Um, so it's not I, again. Right. And like, that's what, that's what I said. We'll definitely get into that. But um, um, as far as the Phoenix Suns go, I mean, at the time, like through most of this, uh, through that series, they were the most healthy team. Um, like, I, think, I think that, I think that what we see is the issue of, the schedule and what we discussed when they decided to bring the season back so quickly, because they really only got a couple weeks off. And they were they, they they bring back samples in the Underground Railroad. <laughs> right. It's not lost on me. I don't think it's coincidence that all four of the, uh, the final teams from last year, um, I mean, are, aren't they all out? Yeah, they're all out. The Lakers, yeah, yeah, all, the Heat. Yeah. Yeah, all the four, four, final four teams from last year are out, and I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that that this 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 season more than any other has been is a war of attrition. Who's healthiest is is pretty much the biggest question. That at this is point. the question. Mm -hmm. I mean, so in watching him, I think the last game he played, he had thirty three points, um, 
CP3, who is, who, I mean, congrats to him for making it, but I mean, he's now in COVID protocol. Uh, but I mean, Monty Williams, who also lived in New Orleans Pelicans for a very long time, um, was was now the head coach of them, and they did very well. No, they did. They did. They did. Hats off to them. They did a good job. You heard me? Yeah, I heard you. Okay. And he they did very well. So for them, it made perfect sense. Um, they hadn't been in the playoffs in 12 years. And yeah, I, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, yeah, I, they, like they have, they, they definitely overachieved. Um, I think that, okay, so. Do you, you know, you remember back in the day that we, you know, when, when, you know, we all sing the praises of, of Michael Jordan and whatnot, like who doesn't, of course, the GOAT, all that jazz, whatever. But does anybody remember, like, for the longest, he couldn't get past the Detroit Pistons? Yes. Um, and then you, then when, of course, when Jordan came in his prime, he was winning championships, you look at some all – history NBA players like the Patrick Ewings and the Charles, Charles Barkley's and whatnot, they don't have, don't have championships. And the reason being is because they had to go through Michael Jordan to do it. And the Bulls to do so. Yeah. So um, this is interesting because this is the first time in what, nine years where a conference didn't have to go through a LeBron James led team to get there. And so I think that the Suns are very much benefiting from that. And so Absolutely. I don't take away anything from what they've achieved because they've been very good, very consistent. Um, I, but I think that's a lot of that is attributed to the fact that they've, they have a seasoned, smart um, uh, floor general in CP3 surrounded by talented, young, athletic players. That, so the, so – Frankly, I kind of think they're doomed <laughs> now. That you know, that, but that being said, this indefinite like it says CP3 is out indefinitely because of 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 COVID protocol, and not because he tested positive, but because he was exposed. But they have been reporting that he is vaccinated. So if he if he so if he tests again and is negative, then he'll be back a lot sooner. Right, and that's what we're all hoping for. Right. If he tests and is positive, then he has to wait out the whole 14-day quarantine. That would be disastrous for them. Because um, he'll miss, like, games one and two or some shit like that. Right. Uh, I think I think he missed the whole Western Conference, if I'm not mistaken. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a chance that he missed the entire Western Conference series. Oh, damn. He has, he has 14 days, yeah. Because he just went on the protocol what yesterday or today? It was today. Damn. Yeah, it's today. So he wouldn't come off a of protocol until June thirtieth. <laughs> Ooh, that would yeah, that would, I will agree with you there. That would be that, disastrous. That would be like disastrous for them. I, ooh, well, I mean, because their their cast is good, but CP three was. Was part was that was that driving force? I will give them that. Yeah. Um, you are right. So well, all righty then. 
All right. So, well, I guess on that note, just so that you're fully aware that the Atlanta Hawks, well, I'm going to skip one and go because the other one is quite comical if you ask me these days. Okay. Um, Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks is leading his team on a 16-4 run, and right now with one minute and 30 seconds left to go in a tied series, the Hawks are down by two against the Philadelphia 76ers with the ball nonetheless. Um, Trey Young just drew a foul for three points, so they probably will go up by one. Um, I don't. Let me just say something. I know Atlanta doesn't pay attention to the Hawks, but this this (laughs) postseason I actually have been. Weird as that sounds, by no, the play I of actually, his fine I, I ass. Actually have, I actually have, like, I actually they have piqued my interest. And I have because they didn't like, bow out in the first round like I expected them to against the Knicks. Exactly. Exactly. Because, like, um, you know, once they got past the Knicks, I was like, okay, there's something brewing here. They, like, they've, they've got something cooking. Um, and I also didn't know Nate McMillan was their head coach until he just showed up on the screen like maybe five minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> no idea. Well, there you go. And now they are 105 to 104. Doc, can I just say something? Doc Rivers should have his head examined. Every fucking team he goes to, they wear him out. <laughs> You know, I, I got a lot to say about that when we get to that series later, but yes. Um, I'm very, like I said, Trey Young tonight has scored 33 points. He's quite sexy, and he's only, I think, 23 years old. Um, but leading that team, and without Trey Young, Atlanta would not be where they are today. I will give them that. Oh, and I, think that I think they know that. I think Atlanta knows that. So um, big up to the Hawks. And, and if they pull out this game tonight, they'll go up 3-2 and one game advance into the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time. And let me just be honest, fucking forever. Yeah. Like Lenny Wilkins days. And I don't even know right. that far then. So, I mean, big ups and praise the Lord. So, um, but let me move on to my third baby daddy of the week because A, he is lumberjack fine, but the shit that he is causing this week in the NFL has made me quite happy. You know why? Because Aaron Rodgers has his don't give a fuck attitude. Aaron Rodgers is living his best life and telling the Green Bay Packers to kiss his entire ass. Do you hear me? Okay, so. (laughs) And I am living for it. I am living for it. (laughs) Boys, gays, and everything in between. I am very, very happy. The board has got together and voted unanimously that the time has come. (laughs) The time has come, finally, for the queen diva herself, Aretha Franklin, to pass on her title of Queen of Shade. Right? To Aaron Rodgers. Because <laughs> when I tell you, Aaron Rodgers is the fucking king of petty right now for me. Baby! Like, everything. Did you see? So what's his face? The, uh, the president of the uh, Green Bay Packers said in an interview, yeah, he's a, what they call, what do you call him? He's a complicated fellow. <laughs> Baby. Aaron Rodgers goes on this interview for, uh, for, for, uh, for that golf tournament that he is, he's doing with Tom Brady and these other people in California. And he's just like, Oh yeah, this offseason has been the best ever. And like, you know, I haven't had worried anything and there's no place to be and just relax and unbothered and this, this and that. 
all while he's wearing a t-shirt that says, I'm offended. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, listen, children, I have lived for Miss Aranisha this week (laughs) because she, (laughs) listen, children, she has said, fuck the Green Bay Packers, fuck life, and I'm not doing it. (laughs) All hell. The new reigning queen of shade. Right. Aaron. That's that shirt that Aaron says God ain't petty, but Aaron Rogers. is. Good God ain't petty, but Aaron is. They said many. He sat there with this real glib, smug look, just talking about how great it's, the offseason's been and how relaxed he's been and how this is the kind of offseason that you kind of wish for. I don't have to be anywhere. This all while wearing that t shirt. Yep. <laughs> Just, I mean, living for every moment, and yeah, and he, they, I guess he said, um, when they said, "Oh, minicap is like," and the look on his face was like, "Well, that's nice." <laughs> well, that's not. He said, "I, I won't. <laughs> I won't be there." He wasn't there. They started. That's how this all started. Yep. He uh, California playing golf. <laughs> he, he was wait at one point he was in California. Next point he was in Hawaii. I, look, I'm even do better. Motherfucker was hosting Jeopardy. You right. bitch kiss Aaron ass. <laughs> taking, taking pictures on the waterfalls and shit. Right. He said, "I bet you, I bet you, what I won't do is play football this fucking year if I don't have to. I will not play for you bitches." Here's the thing, like they are like the, the Packers organization is handling this in the worst possible mm-hmm. way. It's like, and at this point, to be honest with you, if I'm being frank, I don't even think they want him to come back. I think they're playing that lip service just because I think that they know that their heads would roll if they just publicly said, It's Aaron Rodgers. He's a generational talent, arguably one of the most, if not the most talented quarterback to play the game. And we just don't want him back because we don't like him. Like, they're not going to come out and say that, but I really do feel they've gotten to the point where they don't even like him. No, for what? She's, <laughs> she's created this circus that she don't give a fuck about. Literally, the level, the level of I don't give a fuck, zero now, fucks. Now, I'm going to disagree with you on that. Like, Aaron Rodgers didn't create this circus. They created this circus. Now, to be fair, because I agree with Aaron Rodgers. They, like... At the very like when they made they made all these this man has been begging him, them for offensive tool for years. Never gave it to him. Expected him to continue to always carry that team with minimal support. Then they go out and draft his replacement and don't even tell him they're gonna do it. I mean, I'm all I'm saying, telling like, you is children, minicamp gonna be real funny. Minicamp, no, I think that Aaron Rodgers has already sat down with his business manager or accountant and whatnot, crunch the numbers. And he's decided, I don't think he's going to flinch. I think at this point, it's a matter of a principle to him. Um, I think, <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers about to sit his, his ass up in Sonoma with his actor wife or, or fiance and just sit back and wait and just watch them and just watch them sweat. Of course. I really do. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to budge. I really don't. I mean, what's the alternative? Clearly, if they thought that Jordan Love was the future, they would have been moved on to him. Because that's exactly what they did when Aaron Rodgers took over as the heir apparent for uh, Brett Favre. But they ain't did that shit. They real quiet about Jordan Love, if you have not noticed. No, no, they don't give a fuck. They, I don't think they ever intended to play him. 
No, I don't think they did. No, I, I agree. I agree. I don't think they did. And but, well, all I'm saying is I'm handing over my crown, my scepter, and all things in between to Aaron Rodgers and let him reign supreme. And I'm taking a bow. <laughs> hey, listen, I know when to bow down when 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 the queen has arrived, honey. Okay. She she has decided that you know what, fuck it. I yeah. don't want to play for the Hawks. I mean, I don't want to play for the Packers, and I'm not going to. I mean, but in the meantime, I'm gonna be this good gay dramatic queen okay. and say, many can decide, well, that's nice. I'm gonna go surfing. <laughs> I mean, like the look on his face when he gave that interview, I was just watching that shit and I was like, wow, like you are really killing the game right now. <laughs> because it was like, it was. It was just so it was just so perfectly done. It was so pointed, but at the same time, it wasn't like he didn't mention anything about the organization. But at the same time, it's like, you know, everything he was saying was to them. It was it was perfect. It was perfect. And then just wearing a t-shirt and letting you just like <laughs> and act like you don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh hell. Like I said, all hell Queen Era. Oh, that all literally, hell, that's it right majesty. there. All hell your majesty. Like, I, I'm, I'm in awe. And it's going to, it, but you know what makes it this better? Mm-hmm. She, it keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Each day oh, yeah. I'd be like, come on, Aaron, do something good. Make mama laugh. <laughs> <laughs> make mama laugh, honey. Make, just make mama laugh, honey. It, and that's what she does. She does it and she does it well. So big ups to her. Um, I look forward to seeing what she does next because the NFL season is just getting started. Mm -hmm. And if she doesn't play, she is sure to cause a lot of bullshit. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you imagine if she don't play and if she got to sit at home and host Celebrity Jeopardy and shit like that? Good luck. Good luck, Packers. It's going to be a hot mess. It's going to be. You will see this bitch on Wheel of Fortune. You can see this bitch. Bitch, she gonna be on. Look, she gonna fuck around and be on Real Housewives. Just, <laughs> just walk. <laughs> I was just about to say, Aaron Rodgers go fuck around and be in what's what's that Vanderpump like show? She yeah, Lisa Vanderpump. Party. Yeah, <laughs> she. I'm telling you, bitch. She all of a sudden you can pick. Why is Aaron Rodgers on uh, Vanderpump Rules? What is happening? She, she gonna be friend friend of Lisa's. How the fuck did you become a friend of Lisa's? Aaron Rodgers gonna be sitting on the side of runways and fucking New York fashion <laughs> clapping and shit. She gonna be at brunch with her good church hat on and shit. I'm telling you, girl, Aaron Rodgers is now the queen of shade, honey. Was with her good brunch hat on. <laughs> look, fuck, look, fuck them, fuck the Packers. Packers be zero and sixteen. She be like, congratulations. <laughs> undisputed, undisputed, baby. Like, drag me now. Drag me. Now. <laughs> Say something. <laughs> Who gonna check me? Wait, in the words of Sheree, bitch, who gonna check me, boo? Who gonna check me? <laughs> and just wait for the bidding war to get his ass next year. Right? <laughs> oh, it's too perfect. It's too perfect. Baby, that is that is that is the scene of God, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I am here for it. So, yes, it is going to be a busy offseason, but I wanted to save the best for last, Ms. Aranisha Rogers. Um give him his utmost due and I look we look forward head head who that rises up if you need something to do Aranisha call us we got send okay. us a message call okay. us please I like 
You can get out here at Kiki and talk all the shit you right. want to. We'll start with you. <laughs> we'll have a good old time. You can call them out by name. <laughs> right? And I'm just, I'm be sitting here drinking on, ooh. Okay. Ooh. Be like, oh, that's some voodoo right there. That's that. Oh, girl. They did that to you, Aranisha. I'm so sorry. We we, we, we can be the best of friends, honey. I swear to God. Like so. The mistake dealing with some demons over there. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, they never did my baby like that, honey. So I, <laughs> I listen. I, I'm with it. I'm here for it. So as we do that, though, let well since we're talking about the NFL, we should move a little bit further, and we'll talk about Julio Jones second. But can, have you heard about the struggles that Trevor Lawrence is having in Jacksonville? I have not been, I, you know, until we discussed it, until we like kind of talked about it short, uh, 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 quick, uh, shortly earlier. I hadn't really followed it. I didn't know. I'm not surprised, but I, I hadn't heard about it. Yeah, I heard. So he's having trouble, which he's a rookie. So, okay, I kind of understand it, but yeah. he's having struggles and, and all kinds of things with the Jacksonville playbook, which – it's Urban Meyer's playbook. Not much has fucking changed. But okay, I'll bite. Um, he, you, it, it's it's an NFL playbook. It's not the one you've ran around with Clemson with for the last four years. It, you're going to be. It's going to be a lot more in depth. It's going to be a lot more this. What are you doing to make it better? Well, you you are their savior. This let's just be realistic. You are their savior. I mean, that's a twofold thing. So, on the one hand, you expect every rookie to struggle with learning NFL playbook from, on like, the, you know, I mean, like, so he's only been an NFL player for, what, a couple months now. That is so, true. So that, you know, that, you know, I'm, I'm not too much pressed on that. Um, also, in the same vein, though, as a, a, a coach, you do have to learn to tailor – what you're trying to do with what you have. And so at some point, I believe Urban, uh, Urban Meyer is smart enough to understand, okay, we need to pair this back if, if needed. Maybe he just needs more time. I mean, like I said, because I mean, it's, it's like he hasn't taken an NFL snap, not even preseason. No, he hasn't. And preseason yeah. is in um, two months, basically. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think, you know, it may be, I think there may be some hype involved here just because it's Trevor Lawrence. He's the first pick, et cetera. I kind of feel like we've done this, like we've gone through this exercise a number of times because I feel like they did the same thing with Baker Mayfield and, um, you know, and certainly with others. Like, so, you know, I'm I'm withholding judgment on this one. Like, I don't really, I don't have an opinion about this because this is to be expected. Like, he is, he's a rookie. Like, he's literally a rookie. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think there's much to this. I, I'd be more concerned about if his accuracy holds up given his extended throwing motion. And we are, are and if that, that would be a bigger problem that I would foresee because mm-hmm. the windows are going to be significantly smaller for him in the NFL. That is very true. And I agree with you there. I will agree with you there. It is. I, but when, you know, Stephen A. Smith and them and all of them were just like, you know, it's hard. You know, Trevor Lawrence is just not grasping. Well, fuck, he's been an NFL player for two months. Right. And, you know, um, by the way, now, big the up to the. Issue, now, the bigger issue is that there's similar reports coming out about Tua Tunga Baloa this year. Yeah. That, that concerns me more because mm-hmm. he's had a year. And he's had several, you know, had some time under center in NFL games. 
and he's had to get pulled a couple times for uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And so I'm starting to wonder if, at least in the case of Tua, you know, I've said a long time ago in, in some of our earlier episodes that, like, yeah, I was hopeful, but I never thought that Tua Tungabaloa was going to be an NFL quarterback. I thought he'd be a good college guy, but I've never saw him as a as, as a you know stellar NFL prospect, and I think that may be coming true. Well, I I'm with you. I just think that if this season will be his telltale season, if that makes sense. I don't know if it'd be telltale. Yeah, I guess you know what. In a way, you're right because I think he's gonna need to take a step forward this season because if they move off of him to something else he's setting himself up to be a career journeyman backup which is not a bad job and it's not a bad place to be maybe for how high he was picked but I think he's still a a serviceable quarterback but he I don't think he's gonna be a starting quarterback in the NFL not no and not he's gonna be he's gonna remind me of maybe like a Josh Rosen or a traveler um, um if any, yeah maybe um yeah I can see that mm-hmm. he's gonna remind me of that um which hey you know you got you hey you got you still keep your coins but you your goal was to be a, a franchise quarterback and right now there's reports that that is not the case so we shall see mm-hmm. um also, big ups uh, out of Atlanta. Um, first of all, let's give a big ups to the Atlanta Hawks, who just come back from a 20-point deficit to beat the Philadelphia 76ers and go up 3-2 of a 109-106 win. So the series heads back to Atlanta um, Friday. I mean, sorry, Saturday. Okay. They did win. They uh, they did win, and if they win next t- Saturday, they will be in the – I'm think. I'm sorry, Friday. I apologize. Um will be in the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in over 25 years. So, I mean, credit, give credit to where credit is due. It is given to Trey Young, who had 37 points tonight. Um, but, yeah, that Atlanta team is playing strong. So, big ups to them. Um, and given we all – I do think the Brooklyn Knicks will come out on top, but that's – but in other news, just the Atlanta Hawks have won tonight. So, okay. um, but any in, in other big news out of Atlanta, Georgia, ladies and gentlemen – you know, I waited for this moment because it, it took me a minute. Well, um, and- me off early. I thought we were going to do the NBA talk first, but that's fine. <laughs> we're going to get this out of the way now. You know, I like food. I like all this food. <laughs> you know, like, especially when it comes to the Falcons, because you know, I ain't got shit. I ain't you got shit. You're going to piss me off early. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we'll circle this wagon while we can. Julio Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Um, for a second and fifth round pick sent to the Tennessee Titans. Second. Okay. Fucking pick. What the hell? <laughs> okay. So, ladies this, and gentlemen. Everything, everything about this situation is fucking dumb. Let me count the ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Ow. stupid. Let me count the ways. Number one. So, we're still stuck with Matt Ryan because y'all wanted to pay his ass when everybody... In Atlanta was telling y'all he is not the answer, but you stuck with him anyway. You paid him, and now you can't afford to pay Julio Jones, who is arguably one of the best receivers in the league. 
You don't even get a first-round pick for him. Then the Tennessee Titans, who aren't even a pass-first team in the first place, I, like, the whole thing just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Because what the fuck is Tennessee going to do with him? All they're going to do is hand the ball to Derrick Henry 50 times a game. Right. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't under, Nothing about this made any sense whatsoever. Julio Dose does not want to be a, a blocking wide receiver. He's he still got a good three or four years left. Like Stephen A. Smith says, still got three or four years. And you send him to the Tennessee Titans. You send him to the Tennessee Titans. Well, and I wonder, you know, I, I haven't I haven't read up on it. I don't know if he had a no I don't know if he had a no trade clause or whatever. He did not. Okay, because it sounds like they were fucking with him. Because that's the absolute like last place that I think he would want to go. He wanted a contender, but we are talking about the Tennessee Titans, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, of course he wanted to contender. They all want a fucking contender, but like I think that, <laughs> that at the very least, they didn't even they didn't even send them to a team that likes to throw the ball. <laughs> right, <laughs> because they got Derrick Henry. Right, it's that's what that like it's one of what it, like the Tennessee Titans is one of what one other team that I can think of in the league that has a run centric offense anymore, and that's the Baltimore Ravens. Nobody runs the ball like that anymore. It throws the ball. Mm-hmm. They're the only two teams that run the ball like that. You send them to one of them. <laughs> and neither one of them. <laughs> so whatever. Like, you know, Julio, you still you're still welcome here. You cool with me. I know this ain't your fault. Falcons. Marcus Spears on Steven. You know, Marcus Spears on Info Network. He's also on First Take in the morning. He said it best. What the hell is Atlanta thinking? Thank you. You know what they just did? They just pulled that same bullshit that the the Houston Texans did when they when they uh when when they traded away um what's his face um to the Cardinals. You know what I'm Ooh. talking about. When they, uh, when they, oh, when they to, oh no. Deshaun, uh, no, I'm, I'm, no, God, from Houston? Yeah, um, from Houston to the Cardinals. What's yes. The oh, shit. I can't, not Andre Johnson. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, yes. When they trade DeAndre Hopkins to the, the Cardinals, that's what this feels like. It's like, yeah, it's cool. Let's just trade away our best player. That's cool. We still believe in that, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Author, you better have a good fucking game plan. You know, I, I like the only thing I would say, like, the, like I give Arthur Blank credit because he really is completely hands off when it comes to football operations. Like, he's well regarded as one of the better owners in the NFL. However, it's like, what the fuck? Like, I just the sooner that we can get from under Matt Ryan's contract, the better. I'll well, you know, Arthur Smith believes in him. And... Right. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever. No, I don't think he believes in him either. I think they're stuck with his contract. It's guaranteed money. Like, they have two years. They're stuck with him because it would have cost way too much money. Like, to, to – well, first of all, nobody was going to take the contract. Right. Too, too much dead money against the salary cap had they done anything else with him. Mm-hmm. So – so they stuck. They were stuck with him. They gave him too much money. They paid. They paid great money for a good player. That's what it boils down to. Don't overpay for good. Overpay. For but good. Matt Ryan is getting ready to be nine thousand and seventy-two. That's all. <laughs> I mean, he's nine thousand and seventy-two. Like he's not terribly old. 
he's just never been ter- terribly talented. He's always had a B to B minus arm. Like he's always been, he's always he, like the, I, I think the same they said one time is he throws a very catchable ball. Problem is, it's catchable by everybody. Right. Um, you know, but his 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 claim of fame was that yeah, he used to, he had he used to have a reputation for being cool under pressure and whatnot. That clearly went out the window um, with with fucking twenty eight to three debacle, and then the year right after that, when we were on the doorstep of going back to Super Bowl, and he threw that stupid uh, pass out the back of the end zone, trying to get to Julio Jones um, against the Philadelphia Eagles. So he's just he's 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 just he's just he's he's a B a B to B minus quarterback. That's who he is. It's not because he's, he's never been an A plus guy <laughs> ever. Yeah, nope, he is not. But he yeah, y'all know that man stresses me out. He irritates my spirit. He does. I just, I know that Atlanta's Arthur Smith is new. He's trying to impress, but trading away your best. And still, y'all got Kevin Ridley and Martin, Martin Sanu, but well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, Julio Jones was your cornerstone. And that's all I'm going to say. I mean, I get the feeling, I get that they're trying to rebuild or whatnot. They're positioning themselves to be able to go after a quarterback and, you know, and, and, and players around them. But I'm just like, uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I'm pissed. I just leave it at that. Like, Don't say it. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm over it. Like, I thought I was going to buy a pair, uh, Falcon paraphernalia this year. I'm not. No, you won't. <laughs> I'm not. Like, I'm cool. Like, no, you fun. won't. <laughs> I'm not. I've already broken up with them. And we didn't even start the season yet. That people say we didn't even start the season yet. Oh, yeah. so, you know, there will be no like waiting to exhale monologues this year about the Falcons. I'm sorry, fans. They are our listeners, like uh, yeah. Well, sis, you tried. You yeah, tried the NBA because that just pissed me off. <laughs> yes. So now that we're away from the NBA, let's go. I mean, the NFL. Let's move on to the to the NBA, where we have uh, we're in the semifinals right now, and we've come to today was a bit. I call it Black Wednesday, because <laughs> I feel like damn, the half of the NBA got fired. <laughs> I mean, it's like that sometimes, I guess. Um, but we'll talk about the playoffs really quickly. Right now, we have I'm watching the Clippers and the Utah Jazz, which I I don't know who to pull for here. Um, I know who to pull. I feel like this. I know who to pull for. If you want to pull for the team that's going to win, well, the Clippers. God no, the Utah Jazz. The, the Jazz. Oh yeah. Well, all, right, um, all right. So like. Leonard, Leonard, uh, Kawhi Leonard is out. Mm-hmm. He's done. That is it for the Clippers. He's screwed. They're screwed. That is it. Um, I think they uh, they announced like, this afternoon. I think uh, they they found out it was an ACL. So he's done for the season. He's not coming back. Um, oh no. Oh yeah, no. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. Um, so, so you take a look at it. And so now like, you know, who's the guy, Paul George now, well, you, you look at the fact that like in the last 11 games, I thought this was pretty good. The last 11 games for the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George both scored 20 points at, at least in each of the last 11 games. That's a lot of production from just two players. 
But Paul George falls into that category, and you've heard this before. It's a thing that I'm probably never going to let go. But it's just like, you know, when you we've done the experiment, we've got the results, we know who you are. Paul George falls into that category. Um, always been super talented, um, all-star player, all that good jazz, disappears, crumbles, shrinks in the playoffs. This is no different. Right. Um, this is no different, and I do not think that the Clippers have a chance to win this series. No, because right now they're down by eight. Yeah, now that Kawhi Leonard's gone. Like, I don't think that they're going to be able to pull this out, Um, and I don't think it's going to be very close. Um, Donovan Mitchell's been playing lights out. Like, I don't understand why people have not recognized the historically good performance this young guy has been putting on throughout these playoffs. I'll just put it like this. 30-plus point, uh, thirty plus uh, points per game for the last six games in the playoffs. I don't know the exact stat, but they were talking about it earlier today on Get Out, and they were saying that his, uh, his scoring percentage is um, in the playoffs thus far has been the second highest in the history of the, NF- and in the, of the NBA behind one other person. <laughs> You could probably guess who that person is. It's fucking Michael Jordan. Like, yep. we're not talking about him um, playing lights out basketball. So, yeah, I don't, I just don't, yeah, I think the Jazz, that like the, the, you know, Kawhi Leonard going down is the nail in the coffin for, as far as I'm concerned for the Clippers. I don't think that they're going to, like, I don't think it's even close that they, that they make this a contest. Yeah, it's I well, I if they do and if somehow or another Tyrone Lou gets them cuz I also realized Tyrone Lou's past him. Um Paul George is not can't can't save them by themselves and there's really not a lot uh of star power after Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. It was supposed to be them sending the Clippers to contest with the Lakers. Well, the Lakers are at home. <laughs> the Lakers are at home and uh beaten by the Phoenix Suns nonetheless. Um and so I, I will agree to that. Um, over in the East, though, we have Milwaukee and Brooklyn. And I call Brooklyn the fat kid crew because everybody just looks big and overweight. It just, <laughs> except, for, it just, except for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, Giannis looks good. But the rest of them look like they need to run past uh, fat camp. <laughs> well, um, I think that I'll put like this. with. Um, well, you know, I've never been a I've never been a big fan of Kyrie Irving. I think he's one of the most talented ball handlers I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most talented finishers at the rim that I've ever seen, um, as far as his control and his handle. But you know, he's 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 uh, injury prone. Um, he's batshit crazy, and uh, <laughs> and um, you know, and and, and we've been, you know. And, with James Harden. I so I, I was surprised that James Harden got hurt because of all the shit that I talk about him, he does stay healthy. He does stay available. Like he's got some pudding to him so he can absorb some punishment. <laughs> but um, <laughs> did you say <laughs> um, but I I'll say all that to say with Kyrie Irving and James Harden now. I expected the 49 point performance that Kevin Durant put on. And when I say that he put on a maestro master's class of scoring that uh, 
unlike I've seen before in my lifetime, personally, mm-hmm. um, Kevin Durant earned a, earned some respect for me with that get with that performance he put on last night. And I'll just say he was that, amazing in that performance. It was it was it was sick. I was like, wow, like they have they literally have no answer for this guy, like at all. And I mean, I've always known that he was, of course, like, I always I believed he would go down as one of the greatest players. Um, I mean, because it's just never been a a office of power with his size, you know, like, I mean, he's a lanky guy, but he's a seven footer with a mm-hmm. with a handle and a three point shot. And can, you know, you can shoot from anywhere on the court. Like it's, it's remarkable what this guy is, is capable of. I just wish he had developed some thicker skin, but regardless, like, um, I, I just feel like this. I think that if, if Kevin Durant pulls off this series, because I think last night, I don't think, think last night he know because it was two. It was it was, they they were tied up to the two last night. Now it's three to two. Are they going back to Brooklyn next? They go back to Brooklyn next. Yes. He knew for a fact that they, for, like whatever the cost, they had to win that game because he mm-hmm. knows he knows if he gets past the Bucks, they're going to the finals because I don't whether it's the Seventy Sixers. Or the Hawks that go to the finals, whoever wins the series is going to sweep them. Um, and so he know he needed that game. But I will say, if he pulls out this series by himself, because you know they do not have a very talented cast of role players, um, this is like this goes up. This will go down in the books as one of those performances, like LeBron against the Warriors when he lost Kevin Love. And and um um and and you know you know, you know what I'm talking about but um it's, oh absolutely it's, yeah like I I think that if he pulls if he pulls it off um yeah uh, it's also going to be a huge indictment on Giannis which um if you notice especially like in uh, I think it was game one of this series. You know, it's, okay. it's, it's, his his game is not developed. Like no, it's not. Yeah. He's obviously like a physical talent, but you know, when I watched him like drive the lane, and rather than you know drop his shoulder against James Harden of all people too, because you know James Harden don't play enough defense, so you're gonna draw the foul. So like, rather than you know drop his shoulder, try to finish at the rim, draw the foul, he pulled up. And like and did a uh, uh, like uh, um, um, uh, a mid range jump shot like falling away, and like it's James Harden like what are you doing? And I realized I was like oh he's afraid to go through the free throw line. It's it's James Harden. Should, James should we Harden. say more? Well, I mean yeah, it's James Harden. And but on top of that though, it's more that like he's afraid to go to the free throw line. Develop your game, sir. If you want to be considered one of the best in the league, develop your game. Yeah, that is very true. It is, it is that moment. And James Harden is not – he finally came back this game. He's been out a while. So, I mean, definitely. Oh, he came we, back tonight? Yeah, he came back – no, yesterday. came back yesterday. No, he wasn't there yesterday. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah, I, I am almost certain he came because they were saying he's coming back. Um, no, so. he was not in that game last night. Uh-uh. Are you sure? I'm positive. Oh, well, I saw Thickums, though. I did see Thickums, James Harden. 
I mean, he was there, but he definitely was not. He was not in that game. Oh, never mind. So, but who do you think is going to win? Um, this is a tough one because, you know, great players do great things. But I think logically on paper, you know, the Bucks should be should be winning this the, winning this series and easily I agree. Now with the inner with with the with the injuries. So um I'm gonna go out on the limb and say I still I think the next will I think the next may carry it. I think they will I, I, I do think, too. I don't think that's a popular opinion. At least not from what I was listening to today or like in the sports media. Like most people have kind of just taken it as a foreground conclusion that uh, the Bucks are gonna take it now. But I don't think they will. I, I think that I, I think this is Kevin Durant's opportunity to show everybody what he's been trying to tell us. I do and think this is his swan song. He's, he's doing well. Right. And his burner and his burner Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Not his burner 20 account. Twitter. Yeah. He's never going to live it down as far as I'm concerned. That bitch yes. his burner Twitter accounts. I sure the fuck did. I say it to his face too. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I sure would. Lord. No, he won't. But I mean, you make it do what it do, bitch. Yeah, he he definitely wouldn't be a friend of the show. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this gay dude right here. Okay, I'm like, yeah, what, what that it. bitch? Mm-hmm. What you want? <laughs> yeah, well, that is very true. I uh, listen. I said it to your face. Did you? you did. <laughs> oh, you're so rude. You need God. You need you look. You need Jesus. <laughs> On another note, though, did you did you hear about that internet? I mean, excuse me that um, that that uh, DM uh, beef he had with Eric Rappaport. You know the actor. Um, that white guy, Jewish guy, he played in. Um, he played in higher education. Uh, Michael Rappaport, the white guy. Yeah, Michael Rappaport, not Eric. Yeah, Michael Rappaport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you hear about that? <laughs> that DM like like beef that they had, and uh, Michael Rappaport like took screenshots and po- like, and like you know published them of like all the shit that Kevin Durant was saying to him. Uh huh. <laughs> Baby, listen. I was like, whoa. (laughs) I was like, like, Kevin Durant is going through something. He is going, whatever he's going through, bless the Lord. I'm going to assume, but bless the Lord. Uh, But he's, but he, he somebody, when he comes back, he is, uh, he comes back. Uh, with Avengers and you know I think this is the Nets to lose this is the Nets to lose um, the whole entire thing you know it's their time not that I want it to be but it is their time uh-huh. um, I, now it would be fucked up let me just say this if the Atlanta Hawks somehow win the NBA finals I'm just going to say it out loud I doubt it but it would be fucked up and it might appease the masses no, I mean, I mean it's it's never gonna happen. Like so, I mean, you could give them something, bitch. You so no, rude. If anything, I'm realistic. Like it's not gonna happen. 
No, but I mean, though, far as far as they've gotten. Um, so where, what are the, hold on, I'm trying to see what else we have. We have the Bucks and the Nets, the uh, Clippers okay, and the. No. I have to do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? So anybody that may be letting their children listen to this podcast, please evacuate immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say evacuate? <laughs> evacuate the dance floor immediately because <laughs> here are the tweets that Kevin Durant sent Michael Rappaport. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I heard it all before, you cunt. Chuck doesn't need you as security. You pale, pasty, come guzzling, bitch. <laughs> oh, bitch. I swear I'm... <laughs> I swear I'm going to spit in your face when I see your dirty ass. Bet your life on it. Meet me on the West 17th tomorrow at 10. Or Betty at what's your address? 10 a.m. at Catch State on the corner. Meet me, pussy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you a bitch for even caring how I do an interview. All you do is cocksuck other men for attention. Trump didn't pay attention to your sorry ass, so now you want to use everybody else to get your views and laugh. Your life is a joke, you fucking pale cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Go get some sun. It's fucking with your brain, piece of shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Look, Kevin Durant said, fuck it, I do not care. <laughs> You go do it, you clown. Good for you, but nobody gives a fuck. Suck a dick. Can't wait to tell you this in person. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. All righty then. I'm not. I won't. I'm just going to let it ride. Kevin Durant say, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. You bitches do, you, you bitches do me. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Kevin Durant. This thing is doing some tears <laughs> Baby, I well, I you know what? And if they meet up, I want to know all about it. I want to know okay. all the tea, all the bullshit. <laughs> I want to know everything that went on. Oh Lord, okay. This is what happens when we drink. This is what happens. I mean, just so I'm you know, sorry. I had to because I was so tickled by that. I was so tickled. Oh Lord. Michael Rappaport oh. gonna get ass whipping just just in case America wanted to know. <laughs> so, anywho, all right. So. <laughs> Who do else do we have in the East? I mean, the East is the, talk, the in the West. I did have to know. Oh wait, do we have? Um, no, we already the Suns, the Suns, and the it's the Suns and the um whoever comes out. What's the people? Yeah, whoever them people are. Yeah. Um. And then the uh, yeah. So what else? What did you want to talk about? I'm sorry. We <laughs> Michael Rappaport gonna get ass whipped. I think you kind of touched on the Hawks and 76ers. Um, 
Well, Joel and beating his sorry ass. Yeah, well, he's not sorry. He just he's just he's uh injury prone, and he's trying to play. And he hasn't had time to recover. No, he has not. He's playing on a torn meniscus right now. Mm-hmm. He's playing on a torn meniscus, and so it's like you know, what do you expect? Like he, but that's been an issue of his for his entire career. When bigs when bigs tend, are injury prone, they tend to stay injury prone. It's just it's just something that happens. But can somebody tell me why Dwight Howard is part of the Philadelphia Seven Signals? Can anybody tell me that? Child, I'm taking the. I saw that. I just I did. That's I why I asked that question. Me, <laughs> right, I, mean, I, me, but I definitely picked up my glasses and took a big ass dip on that because I don't even know why he's still in the league. But you know, keep frail. <laughs> go with God. <laughs> go with God. I yeah. mean, bless him. I saw no, that I shit. I said, about, I want to talk about Ben Simmons. Oh, okay. He's sexy. I mean, is that no? no, oh, no. no. I'm like, no, I, I'm selling my stock. I'm done. He is sorry, though. He gets Trey Young in school in that ass. I know that. <laughs> no, he, all right. So Ben Simmons makes what? $38 million a year. <laughs> they cannot afford to keep him on the floor towards the end of the fourth quarter because he can't shoot a free throw. Hell, he can't shoot a three-pointer. He can barely shoot a mid-range jump shot. You're a guard. <laughs> and who made him that? I mean, he fourth wasn't that quarter, great of a guard at quarter, LSU. The fourth quarter of the last the, that last game, <clears throat> um, Shake Milton was bringing the ball to the floor, but Ben Simmons is supposed to be this generational point guard. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. It's I'm, I'm done. And so the thing about it is that, like, you know, the 76ers definitely shot themselves in the foot because they kept, you know, denying it, denying it, denying it. Like, Ben Simmons like, right. I got it. They, now the whole league sees exactly what he is. He's unserviceable. You're not, I changed that. No, I don't. He reminds me a lot of Rajon Rondo, but he doesn't have Rajon Rondo's grit and will and leadership. No, he does not at He's all. Never, we're never going to say playoff Ben Simmons. That's a difference between him. Very similar games, very different personalities and style of play. Like, um, yeah, I, I just like I, I don't know what to say. It's like you're paying this man thirty million dollars a year, but you don't want him on the floor in the fourth quarter because because he, he can't shoot. You don't want to. You don't want him to get fouled. <laughs> Right. Bitch, 41%. Let me say uh, that again. Point guard, 41% uh, free throw percentage. Mm, 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 mm. I mean, that's supposed to be like Shaq level. <laughs> that Black is true, power. though. You can't throw it under like you can't even throw it underhand like Will Chamberlain. I mean, come on. <laughs> you, can, you need to stop drinking. <laughs> you need to stop drinking that shit. <laughs> Hope it's clear. I mean, find the lie. Find the lie. That is true though. I mean, I've watched Ben Simmons play and I'm go, why who why do we do so much with you? Just asking. Rudy I mean, Gobert is a big ass boy. I know that he show is thick and fine. Sorry, that's baby daddy next week. But I'm just saying, <laughs> he was just on TV. Sorry, he showed big and fine. Lord have mercy. That's the one that started the coronavirus thing in the NBA. I remember. You I remember. I remember he's on there touching the microphone. Carrying on, he ain't live that down. 
Uh, no, he's ignorant too, like James Winston. But well, well I digress. <laughs> but you're right. Ben Simmons is not the the star and the guard that he was supposed to be. Well, I mean, he's not like. I mean, it's not um, the. It's just the league is just different. Like this is not going. They'll never be another John Starks. Like this is what he reminds me of. There'll never be another point guard like him. Like, this is that's just not how the league works anymore. And um, and it'd be it'd be different if they weren't paying him thirty eight million dollars a year. It's mm-hmm. just it's like you're it's like you're putting yourself so close to this luxury tax to pay this man, and it's like yeah, at some point. You need to be realistic, but it's too late now because we all know who he is. So it's not like teams are going to be clamoring to get him. To glit him, no, at all. Yeah. You should have tried to maximize the value and got him before like the jury was out on him. But, yeah. Hey, but... Teach his own. Glory to God. Go with God. Yep. So, uh, anyway. yeah. So well, anyhow, I, but it, like I said, if they get beat by the 76ers, that's gonna be that's gonna that's gonna cause for a blow up. Oh yeah, no, no, they, no, they they they're they're a year or two, frankly, too late for it. That, that's just you know, especially, I mean, it's just and, and to be honest with you, it's like because what are they gonna do in the fourth quarter? Like, Joel Embiid is hobbled and Ben Simmons can't shoot. <laughs> So what are they gonna do? Like, like, I mean, wait, is, do they still have Tobias Harris? Good curly hair, you know, big booter. Oh, sorry, gays. That's what. That's how I, I I rectify him and who that is. Um, I'm gonna say no, and if they do, I ain't heard nothing about him. This uh, this so that's a no. So that's a no. <laughs> Strong no. Yeah, as if he is, he ain't did shit. So he ain't did a look. He ain't did a fucking thing. Oh, well, children, I, I, but let me just make this bold prediction and I, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to say the Hawks and win the next game and go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think judge they, me, don't. No, what? I think they will too. I think they will too. I do. If they can come do. back, the last game was 17 points. This game was 20 points behind. Trust me, it don't look like the, uh, it don't look like they want to do any of this. That the Hawks don't. I mean, the Seven Sixers want no part of the uh, he, the Hawks right now. None. And if they do, they show the fuck not showing it at all. So, with that being said, I mean, and then in the West, I in the East, I expect it to be the Hawks and the Nets with the Nets winning. We'll talk about that. And then in the West, I think it'll be the Jazz and the Suns, which. Right. But let's be realistic. None of these teams have been in the finals, and God knows the Jazz has been there since Carl Malone and and John Stockton. The Suns oh. have not been there, um, actually since Charles Barkley. They went, they just never made it past that part. I about to say, uh, did, did the Charles Barkley Suns ever make it to the finals? Yeah, they did. Okay. With uh, what's his name? The three point Dan Marley. Dan Marley. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that team. I remember that team. Okay. They made it with Dan Marley and company. So, absolutely, they – but still in all, it is just – I think that, you know, we're, we're in a new era where, you know, LeBron and them can be beat, especially when you're injured just as they were all year and all your supporting cast are both injured, which is LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So, I mean, 
and the Suns have been hungry for a while, and so are the Jazz. Yeah, I think that it's going to be interesting to see where the Lakers go after this because I think that uh, Anthony Davis, um, he missed his blessing. I think that... Yeah, it was. It, he should have stayed here. Maybe he, it could have been him and Zion. No, it's just more of a situation where he didn't commit to his body. He showed up. He showed up for the season out of shape, tried to play himself into, into shape. He already has, you know, he's already injury prone, which means that he needs to be extra cautious and, and, and you know, and just commit to those things. And he just hasn't. Right. And so I really feel like, I really feel like, you know, this year that, that, that LeBron James was looking to kind of give the reins to him, similar to how Dwayne Wade did when LeBron James arrived in Miami. Um, but Anthony Davis can't be trusted. And I tell and you know, I told you that a long time ago. I was like, I don't trust him. I never did. I would have like, yeah, it was great. And yeah, when they're both healthy and can be on the floor and you're, you know, in rhythm and whatnot, the Lakers can beat anybody. I don't trust Anthony Davis. Stay healthy. Like I just don't. And so now it's like, okay, who's the next star that's good that that they're they're gonna go after? That's gonna be the interesting thing for this coming offseason. Right. We shall see. Um, really quickly, um, I do have two questions from readers on Facebook. Um, one of them is directed at, at us. Um, okay. One of them, and this is from Stephanie in the United Kingdom. Okay. Um, Stephanie asks that, where does our love from sports come from? And why do we <laughs> love it? And why do we love it so much? So I guess it's a twofold question, but kind of ruled into one really quickly before we kind of finish hits of the week. Okay. No, I love that. No, no, that's, that's perfect. Um, I, uh, so my, my love for sports came from, um, my father. Um, my dad was a prolific athlete. And so he put me into sports as soon as I was able to do it physically. <laughs> so I remember it started with T-ball when I was five. And my first love was baseball. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know. Like, I mean, I, like, I may have been four. Like, I know, I, like, I started, my dad had me playing T-ball as soon as I could f- figure out the concept of swinging the bat. <laughs> um <laughs> And so, you know, being like, you know, so sports was always just a part of my life because it was such a part of his. And that's just fitness and athleticism generally, because that was just the man that he was. Um, And then once I, you know, and I, you know, once I started to come uh, come of age, it's just something that stuck with me. And so a lot of my most joyous memories and things of that nature from childhood are tied to sports, uh, whether it be, you know, playing baseball, watching football, um, you know, basketball, Michael Jordan, all that jazz. Um, what was the second part of the question? No, just our love for it. Um, when we watch sports, I think, I think you answered it kind of twofold. And for me, it was, you remember when they released the NFL schedule, but as a, as a third, cause as you know, I'm, I'm good and gay. Um, I've always been a saints fan. Um, I didn't play sports as a child. I was a cheerleader. Um, go figure. <laughs> but, 
you know, this this young lady here who's kicking her legs and carrying on. But anyhow, um, I was always a Saints fan from Bobby Hebert days, um, Aaron Brooks, who was a catastrophe. Um, but I would get the sports books and make the schedule and, and kind of pick who would win and watch the games. I, that was my shit. Um, and then as I got older with the Atlanta Braves in the, the, the early 90s, um, for us, it, I think, I think it just me and you sports is it's something that we, it, it connects us, me and you personally. Um, mm. But as we get older, it's like, well, shit, we know the ins and the outs and, and our love for it grows more and more, no matter what sport it is, we can always find something that connects us and even just boys, gays and all things in between. I think for all of us, Stephanie, there's something that connects sports to something of a childhood, something of a memory. Um, hence why I play softball. Um, I, I don't know if you saw this weekend, Kenny, a girl plays kickball. Now it was the worst shit in the world. It was awful. (laughs) Um, but I think we all find something to connect with sports with. Well, also too, I like to add as well, um, because yeah, because I mean, it definitely, it definitely started as like, you know, at just at a young age, but also on another more general level, um, being a queer kid, and just a queer person coming of age and whatnot. Um, sports was is, is is an equalizer. And yes, of course, it there is there is elements that you have to deal with of misogyny and you know and pa- pa- patriarchy and toxic masculinity and whatever the case may be. But what I do know is that it's one of, it's it's one of the few places where there's still a true meritocracy. If you are talented and you are good in sports, it's undeniable. They can say what they want about you, but they can't say that you weren't good. Exactly. And I think think that's what, that's one of the things that draws me to sports to this day, especially given the state of, uh, you know, the, uh, of, 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 of division that we have specifically in this country right now. Um, privilege doesn't matter. It may matter as far as the resources that help you become good at sports, but as far as like, as far as actually being talented and what you put into it and work for it, um, it's, 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 the, it's, it's one of the few places where pure talent and hard work does actually benefit you and and will lead you to where like it will get you to where you're where, where you where you're trying to go like right. lebron james was going to be an amazing athlete as long as he chose to commit to it and he did and regardless of any kind of discrimination or anything that he had to deal with along the way it's undeniable when it comes to sports and that's mm-hmm. something that's been very appealing to me Absolutely. And I agree to that. Um, so that's, and when, when we look at, I think for you and I, when we look at sports, we can identify with someone in each era that we've gone through, like Michael Jordan, I will Chamberlain. I wasn't old enough to watch him on TV, but watching the highlights and knowing what he done in the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's and the Magic Johnson's, we can identify with someone in each area that in each era, sorry, that we've fallen in love with, you know, you know what? He's a beast. He can do what he do, even in football, sports, tennis, shit like that. We can identify with someone that we can, that we know, that we agree with. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Our second question, which I find kind of funny, um, if there were no Atlanta Falcons and there were no New Orleans Saints, who would be our secondary football teams that we would root for? Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. Right? I know. When I saw that, I was kind of funny. I have answers to both. <laughs> All right. So for me, um, for as far as football goes, the honest answer would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the reason why is because I was a huge Jerome Bettis fan was out when I played football in high school. And it was likely because, and if anybody has tuned into or, you know, looked at our social media and whatnot, you know, like I, I, at the time I was built very similar to him and my run, I was a running back as well. And my running style was very much modeled after how he used to run. I was very hard-nosed, you know, ground and pound. I wasn't going to give you too many jukes and jives. I was going to try to run through you. Just um, trying to run up the middle, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they used me for. And um, and so I used, to, I used to love, love, love Jerome Bettis. Like, I wore his number and everything. And so for that reason, um, the answer would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, if we're talking college football, the answer would likely be the Miami Hurricanes. And that is because my mother was born and raised Miami. All my family was there. I remember a lot of those, you know, those, those powerhouse teams from the eighties, even though I was very young, but I just remember how dominant they were. Um, and so it would have been the Miami Hurricanes for football. Uh-huh. I'm going to first say, and this is me and my dad's first love. I remember my dad used to choose them all the time when we played Madden on Nintendo and um, Sega Genesis when it first came out. Um, the the Raiders. Um, I okay. remember... I remember Marcus Allen. I remember Bo Jackson. I remember Willie Gold. I remember these boys like they were like Jerry Rice when he joined the Raiders. Um, they were the bad boys of the NFL, and I remember them so well. I remember them. I would root for the Raiders. I, I would. I would root for the Raiders if there was no Saints. Um, they're just they're just the bad boys of the NFL, and I think I, some in some shape, form, or fashion, I identify with the Raiders just because of my dad. Um, my dad, if there's no saints, even when the saints aren't playing, my dad roots for the Raiders. That's just mm-hmm. my dad. Uh, my dad had a Raiders starter jacket. Um, cause the saints one wasn't made yet. So, you know, my dad loves Bo Jackson. He knows Bo Jackson stats like the back of his hand. Um, mm-hmm. so it would be the Raiders for me. Um, college wise, if there was no LSU, I would be dreadfully honest with you. And it would be, um, it would, weird as that sounds, it would be the University of South Carolina. Oh, really? That's yeah, random. And, I know, right? That's it would be the University stuff. of South Carolina. Um, having went to school, like, is, it, is it because, like, time out, you kind of threw this out here, but is it because you like Cox? <laughs> you know, good dick is a beautiful thing. Huh? <laughs> like some more said, you don't know good dick like I know good dick. <laughs> oh, gays, that was for you. But, Yes, that's 30% of it. Absolutely. But 70% of it. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Uh, oh God, I missed that podcast. This you definitely, no you definitely, saw, you definitely softball that one right up there for me. Did not, <laughs> did not third base that one right up the sideline. <laughs> I sure did. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but yes, it would be the University of South Carolina. Um, Mainly because, A, I went to school in South Carolina in, in Fort Mill for about a good six months when my dad lived there. Um, and that was the talk of the town. And all of them are corn-fed and country as fuck. And somehow they are fine. I don't know why, but they are. Because that's um, what you like? I do. <laughs> Shit. I would say Alabama, but he would burn the house down. And Auburn, ain't gonna, I ain't going to have no sisters, so we can't say that. Um <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, that's where you and Robert Camp tends to disagree. But um, <laughs> speaking of which, girl, how about real quick? We were out at, at Pride this weekend. Uh-huh. And uh, there was this girl who had on a whole Auburn outfit. Her and Bill had an hour and a half conversation. I said, do y'all know each other? He said, no, babe, she likes Auburn. That's fucking great. But do, hello? <laughs> it's like, that's not, that wasn't my question. <laughs> do you know what I mean? She was like, Auburn is a girl. She was decked out in so much Auburn blue and orange. I said, girl, I can't. I'm getting off. She's like, I, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm just not. Um, so, she yeah, it would be. Gonna answer it when you graduate. <laughs> right. Um, and we have one more question, which I think is pretty fun. Um, we're going to figure out how to do it. Um, are we going to do more video lives, which was fun because they, they saw our NFL draft, which was fun. We had a good time. Um the short answer for us is yes, we'd love to. Um, we did it when we went to the baseball game. We had a great time. Yeah. Uh, when I watch some of those videos, though, sis, I'm like, bitch, we were drunk. <laughs> oh, bitch, we were drunk as fuck. Like, we were wasted. <laughs> um, gays and, and boys, gays and all things in between. Trust us, when we went to that game, let me just say that has been a dream of me and my sisters for a very long time. Um, yeah. We we finally got to do that, and we took in every moment that we conceivably could um, from the from the walk around. I think we walked around the entire stadium from the yeah. Hank Aaron and the whole Hall of Fame thing, from the from every drink that could possibly be from with a circle mile radius. I have a big the fucking stadium was. I think we found it. Um, yep. <laughs> by the time the game started, we were lit as probably every gay Christmas tree from here to China. We had um, lit and we had our we had our ballpark hot dog. We oh we had our, we had hot dogs, bitch. We had we and that was our thing. We did have a very great time. So for us, that was a dream childhood come true for the both of us. Um, to be inside of a Braves game and they won, so that was fun for us. So yes, we would love to do a lot more live with you. We will coming soon. I know this uh, football season getting ready to start, so we'll do that at the beginning. Um, I plan on being in Atlanta when the Saints take on the Falcons, so we'll do that. Um. So we have a very where's good time. Uh, but where, that where's, uh, what does LSU kick off, do their kickoff game? I know uh, uh, Alabama plays Miami here. Uh, you know what? I Let may show up for that one just because, you know. Is Let's take a look. <laughs> LSU football. I think we play UCLA, but I think LSU football scheduled 2021. Yeah, yeah. I'll we play play UCLA. UCLA. Oh, yeah. Y'all going to the Rose Bowl, though. Yeah, we're going to the Rose Bowl. Um, but I, who do you guys play? We play Miami. In the Mercedes-Benz? Yeah, here in Atlanta. That could be cute. I ain't gonna lie. It could be. When is it? Uh... You know I love a girl's trip. <laughs> <laughs>
Is it the 12th? No, it's the 4th. Oh, yeah. Bitch, I can do that. That's so I tell you what, you come down for decadence, we peace out and then go to the that. game. I was just about to say, bitch, that's not, I was about to say, that's not decadence weekend, is it? Because, bitch, I'm No, it's not. Right. So decadence okay. ends on that Monday. The game is that following weekend. So that's perfect. So which okay. means I can do that because what means is I can, we can shoot out to, we can do decadence here. And then the following weekend, I can show up for the game. That's perfect because my husband ain't going to come because he's going to be tired and wore out. And he don't <laughs> like decadence. Like, he don't like the Atlanta like that. At all, and he don't like Alabama, so it's perfect reason for me to peace out. <laughs> let oh me just say, uh, let me just say, boys, games and in between. To, <laughs> maybe we can do uh, something for the uh, NBA uh, finals or something too. Absolutely, but let me just say, boys, games and between. Me and my sister got together that Memorial Day weekend, and when I tell you, we had the best time that I think. Best well, we've had a lot of great times, but yeah, when we got together time. this time, it was something to behold, and only you had to see it. Is all I can tell you. Well, you don't know about NT all day. <laughs> you know, parts of it they don't need to see. It's a lot of shit I wanted to cuss about, but you know, <laughs> left the Lord and keep it moving. Okay. Um, but we will have a, that third question. Yes, we will have a lot more live. And so um, really quickly, on behalf of myself and Kenny, please keep the questions coming. This was our first time having questions. So and I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I love I'm it. Pretty, I love it. And those were fun. Um, uh, Kenny did advise me uh, maybe last week that we had a good following in the United Kingdom. We love you guys. I have no idea what time it is there. So bless you. Uh, oh, okay. You know what? So, you know what? So I do want to say this so on that same vein. And then, you know, at, like after this, I think we go straight to the rant because we're out of time. But um, yeah, go ahead. Um, so, you know, the uh, the Euro is going on right now, right? Did I saw see- that. Yes. So first of all, so first of all, they had this crazy situation where this player from Finland just fell out in the middle of the game and like had to be like, you know, evacuated to the hospital or whatnot. He's fine. Like he's, I saw that. I didn't see that. Yes. Yes. He's doing well. But anywho, the point of me bringing it up is I was watching, you know, I was watching a little bit at, cause it's on when I'm at work. So I'll just turn it on and it'll be on when I saw, I caught a little bit of the uh, Portugal versus Hungary game the other day. And when I tell you, I'm ready to move to Portugal to find my, my next husband. When you say that, I had to look at the message twice. I'll say, wait, bitch, where's she going? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at the, I, honestly, since I looked at the message, I said, wait, bitch, what happened? What's going on? Oh. I was ready to, I was ready to get up from my desk, walk out my office, walk straight to Hartsfield Jackson Airport and book a one-way ticket. <laughs> Baby, listen, listen, pack all this shit up, run it out. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, gosh. So let me see. Well, let me take a look at this. Because, you know, I was watching. It's actually, no, but it's, it's, it's actually seems to be a very entertaining um, tournament. Uh, well, excuse me. Um, right now, uh, you know, like, we don't, we don't ever, like, I don't know. I'm, I won't, I won't uh, represent that I know uh, football like that. That's not American. However, it seems really, really interesting this year, apparently. Um, so I think I'll pay a little bit more attention. Maybe we'll have a little bit more talk on that. Um, I like the fact that the Russian team keeps getting their asses kicked, you know. But uh, 
<laughs> but uh yeah so I, i'm good i'm glad that we have a fall in the uk i love y'all we do and we will um as it gets closer the olympics are coming up i know we had some people ask about that and just message not really questions but yes the olympics are coming up and we will mention that as time oh, gets we're, closer. No, no we're doing no we're doing the olympics because i i love the olympics like that's we're doing and all the swimming and the gymnastic dick, honey. I, we gonna talk about the dick, gays. We will talk about the dick and the men in them. Trust me, we will. <laughs> um, I'm on my third drink, but bless big, the Lord. <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, of Olympic diving as well. Yes, I watched the <laughs> women's trials the other day. I didn't get a chance to see the men's, but I watched the women's uh, Sunday. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. so it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So. Um, well, I think that that actually does. We we that was a lot of fun for me. Um, answering questions. Um, so our hits of, our rant of the week. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, normally we talk about it, but we've been on sabbatical for a minute. <laughs> um, but I think my sis has a good one. She normally does. You know, our last one was about boys. Um, and by the way, that uh, I'll tell you about that later, but that's comical at fair at best. Let me just say this. When you when your life now exaggerates to I'm depressed and I want to take my own life because you don't believe me, that's a lot of shit. I'm not that good yet. Uh not that saved. I'm not that saved. Uh and in my head I was like, well, do it then. Leap your black ass off the ledge then. Right. Fuck you. Let, me, <laughs> but, let me know how it goes, player. <laughs> you know, I thought Tisha Campbell and Boomerang, well, leap your black ass off the ledge then. Fuck you. <laughs> but God said, wait a minute, bitch, you're doing too much. So oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> Anyhow, um, ladies and gentlemen, our final segment of the night, uh, Kenny's rant. All right, I'll keep this short, short and sweet because look, it looks like we're running out of time. But mine is twofold. I'm going to start with, well, do you want to start with the joy or start with something a little dark? Um, depends on if you want me to cuss or you want me to be happy. Take, take your pick. Um, I want you to be happy. So I'll start okay. with the dark and end with something more positive. Um, and it's real, it's real short and sweet. But, you know, I had, I had a moment today. I'm not going to get into specifics because I really, really do not. While I do like talking and discussing social issues at large on this show, because yes, we are a sports show, but I also don't want it to be devolved into just another one of those broy, uh, basic, uh, hot takery gas bag sports shows. I do want us to talk about like the the underlying issues and nuance and things of that nature involved in the context of sports. However, what I'm not going to do is get too into detail of politics. Mm-hmm. But what I do know are politics that support our community and those that don't. And so I, I, I just, I, I, I got to the point today again where I decided that I have to go even deeper into my news moratorium because I'm just sick and tired of being lied to. And my rant revolves around this conservative politician in West Virginia that decided to release this video that he thought was going to be very positive and 
welcomed and whatnot about him deciding to live his truth and come out to the world as being a homosexual and being gay or whatever the case may be. But still at the same time, uh, saying I'm a conservative and a Christian and I support Donald Trump and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just saying to myself, I said, hey, sis, you can't have it both ways. And it's like, whilst I won't, I won't tell you what your political views should be, I can't tell you what they say about you. And all I'm saying is that you having this moment of coming out and living your truth and all this stuff, it's not because you fought for it. So you're taking the benefit of people who have put in sweat, blood, and tears to resist the same people that you support and uplift. And at the same vein, so you want the benefit of what these people have fought for, but you still want to support the people that look to oppress them mm-hmm. or subjugate them. And I'm just sick and tired. And, and, and I'm just sick and tired of being lied to. Like, I'm just sick and tired of it. Like, no, you don't get to have, like, it's, it's a, well, I'm being persecuted now because I have a different opinion. No, you're being persecuted because you're actively working against our community, but at the same time trying to accept the benefits and the gains that the community has fought for. And I just, it's not going to work. It's just not. It's just, and, 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 I can't, I can't look at it anymore. I just can't like, stop lying to me. Just stop. Like I I'm tired of political theater. I'm tired of. It's a lot. It is a lot. I'm I'm tired of fake outrage. I literally cannot take it anymore. And so I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to be sad. Tap out one, two, three. Yeah. I'm out. Like I'm, I'm legit. I'm out. I'm finding all, all kinds of like outlets to, to, look at except for news i'm going to be horribly uninformed (laughs) for a long time but you know what my peace and my mental health is worth it and mental health is important it is it is (laughs) it is a thing that um we sometimes lag behind we don't we don't pay attention to um especially as during pride month um yeah I, I I I saw that about him, and I was I was exhausted listening, to be honest. Um, so I spent less I spent less than ten minutes paying attention. Uh, yeah. that's just, I, I literally was like, nope, not doing it. I don't have time for it. Go with God, do your best. <laughs> right, exactly. Go ahead and marry your boyfriend. That's pretty clearly all you cared about, and just leave us the fuck alone. Anyways, all right. So on a more positive note, I keep this like. So today I had an epiphany because I, I love how today I saw in real time the benefits of what diversity brings to sports media in real time. So what ended up happening was um, Mike Greenberg was discussing some tweets between Damian Woody and Dominique Foxworth uh, on Get Up. Now, for, for those who don't know, Mike Greenberg is notoriously super white and super Jewish. Yeah. Um, but, you know, always been a good, good person. Never been problematic whatsoever. Damian Woody is black guy, um, former office alignment, mainly for the New England Patriots. 
Dominique Foxworth, black guy, uh, excuse me, black guy. I think he was a safety or was he a cornerback? I know he was a defensive end. Anyways, so <clears throat> the point was they were joking about the fact that Damian Woody made a comment about missing his makeup person um, because she used to beat his face. And Mike Greenberg was completely confused and had no clue what the fuck they were talking about, why, uh, uh, of what he meant by beat his face. And so then another female commentator, Diana Rossi, Rossini, yeah. Rossini who I'm a big fan of, by the way. So she gets on and she explains to Greeny, like, yeah, so what he means by that is, you know, makeup. And she pulls out her compact and, like, you know, her thing. Like, you know, beat your face, beat your face. And he was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And so I'm thinking to myself, I was like, this is sports talk radio. I mean, excuse, excuse me, sports talk TV on ESPN at 9 o'clock in the morning. And they're talking about beating somebody's face as in makeup with two black guys and a Latino woman. And I was like, this is progress. Like, mm-hmm. this is the reason why diversity is so important. Because this is exactly. I guarantee, I guarantee not only did Mike Greenberg learn something new, but there's probably thousands of other people who are watching that had no clue what they were talking about and learned something new from a culture or uh, a term from a culture that clearly came from us queers. Mm -hmm. And I, um, and I was, and I was, I was lightweight touched by it because it was sincere. It was honest. It was respectful. And I'm here for that. That's the, and that's the importance of anybody that asks. That's the importance of diversity is because people need to be exposed to perspectives that don't belong to them as long as they're open to receiving them respectfully. But that's what happens. Like, that's what happens. And I was happy to see it. I was very happy to see it. So that, that, that concludes my, my little rants. The good, the bad, the ugly. Have at it. I will say for us, um, really quickly, um, as you end your rant and I just kind of add to it, as we continue on Pride Month for the next two weeks, um, as Pride happens that we did not happen all over the country last year, but they're happening now, let us all remember one thing. We are all in one circle. This circle looks exactly the same, no matter how we do it. Um, after my experience with Kenny over the past Memorial Day weekend, and Kenny knows exactly which one I'm referring to. Um, <laughs> We lead this circle and we lead it well. We are many shapes, forms, sizes, to different colors, different races, different sizes. But the one thing remains true. Um, we are we are lesbians, we're gays, we're bi, we're whatever the circle tells us to be and whatever our heart leads us to be when love wins each and every day. Um, keep that in mind as we go forward. Uh, and one quick thing before we go uh, as we all know gay, boys gays are all things in between it's not a secret five years ago we had the traumatic experience of pulse let's not forget those 49 angels who reign supreme over all of us each and every day um, mm-hmm. who had 
all they wanted to do was just dance. And after the weekend, me and my great sister had, we danced for them. We did well. Um, but let's not remember Pride Month is it's a moment to be proud, a moment to stand up, but almost a moment to remember we at the end of the day are exactly, exactly the same at the end of the day. Um, since it's good to be back, um, let's not yes. take this sabbatical too long again. <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all, not at all, not at all. We like, have a lot coming up with Olympics and the NBA Finals and the NFL, so we got a lot of shit to go forth and talk about. Um, yeah. No, we'll be back again. You know, um, I'll get. We'll get this. Uh, you know, it's Wednesday night. We'll get this. I, I think this is good for us. So let's, you know, I let's 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 keep this going. Absolutely. Um, 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 we we will take more questions. We love them because this is our first time doing them. So the three people that said, I want to encourage more questions, and I think we'll put that too on the Facebook. Right, we'll put, I'll do that this week. Yeah. Once you post this episode, I'll 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 send out those notices to those people. Hey, listen, we answered your questions. Um, but and yeah, and also, and, and also let's encourage and also let's encourage everybody to ask us questions because I really enjoyed that. Actually. Yeah, we're no, we like we like talking shit. We you know. We like answering questions, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, but the three we had tonight, thank you. We 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 enjoyed them, especially the different team ones. Stephanie, your question was good, is where I love the sports come from. Um, and of course, uh Michael, whoever that was, um, he actually was from Seattle, um, yeah. asked us about um when we're gonna do more lives. So by all means, we know people are watching. You, you we know we look for you look for us, uh, you've seen us, you know what we look like. Um, please remember our Instagram page, uh, who that rises up, our Facebook page, Kenny and Glenn, who that rises up. Um, we will be around. There's, there's nothing you can't say to us that we don't respond to or that we don't just go, what the fuck? But that's what we do. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, so on behalf of my good sister, Kenny, and myself, Glenn, um, remember everybody, sports is for everyone, including you. Including you. Everybody.